So, Michael, that well, macaroni looks pretty good. Well, yeah, it is good for a yellow belly. And, and chicken strips? Barbecue sauce? Yeah, I'm having sort of a 10-year-old moment tonight. Okay. Well, I felt, felt like comfort food. Macaroni, macaroni pie and chicken tenders. Any butter in there? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we are butter, so it's not just sure. like butter. I'm not sure I have to ask. <laughs> so we're talking cyclocross nationals tonight? I guess. I kind of forgot what we were talking about on the way over. I think I, it's... I had a long day. Butter products and cyclocross nationals, right? Yep. So what did you think of cyclocross nationals? <laughs> well, my main thought about it was that I wasn't there and I was really sad. But um, aside from that, I mean, it looked like it went off super well. And apparently the course was just kick-ass. Like yeah, I, I talked to Georgia Gould the night before the race and she said the course was amazing. Yeah. I heard it was just fantastic, and you know my decision to not go was based, you know, was was rooted in a whole bunch of other other issues. Michael, um, you have some uh, macaroni in the yeah, corner you. of your mouth. Okay. Good thing this is not video. Huh? Yeah, I, um, I missed the picture. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my you know my decision to not go was based in you know other logistics like you know con- the fact that I moved house today. Um, so um, I was really sad to not go, but. It didn't really hit home until till Saturday when the juniors were racing, and then Sunday when I got to, you know, I watched the uh, the live stream of the of the racing all day long on Sunday, and it just looked like an absolute blast. Now, juniors, did any of your juniors uh, get out to nationals? Um, yeah, we oh yeah, we had tons of juniors out there. Um, our group uh, BJC brought home. Um, a, a good, I don't know the exact medal tally, but it's a good handful of gold medals, tons and tons of overall medals. Colorado just absolutely kicked ass out there with, um, you know, Gage Hecht obviously won, um, won the 17, 18 juniors, but right behind him was Denzel Stevenson, who's a BJC kid, and then right behind him was Eric Brunner, who's a BJC kid. So it was Colorado 1, 2, 3 for the juniors. Um, Stars and Stripes jerseys? Yep, yep. Juniors get them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but, yeah, that's, is Butter going to be on the Stars and Stripes jersey? Um, no, not unless we sponsor it. <laughs> not anytime soon, because I didn't go. So as a coach of the junior team, how do you work with them before they go to an event like that? I mean, that's huge. Well, I mean, it, it, it just comes down to, like, you know, the, the body of work that you do over the entire season. You know, there's there's not much you can change on the day, like, at the race. And, you know, um, I guess, you know, there's a little bit you can do. You talk them through stuff and stop them from getting stressed out. Some of the kids really panic. Some of them just don't give a damn, and they, they love being there, and they're so happy just to be riding their bike. And some of them get very nervous and very stressed out. They're, they're the ones you've got to talk off a ledge a little bit. Um, but, you know, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't feel that bad about not being there until Saturday when I watched the juniors race and I just wished I was there with them. Like, Tia Wright from my group won her nationals race. Um, Hayden Lazinski, um, who, who's, who's in the group down from me, she's a 9, 10-year-old. She's in the 9, 10 age group. She won hers for the second year in a row. Um, and these are all BJC kids. This is, you know, just Boulder Junior Cycling going out there and, and kicking ass. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty cool that they did so well. I'm thinking kids from Seattle, Portland, who really get exposed to cyclocross. Well, that, yeah, those are the other super strong programs. The Pacific Northwest and the Northeast both have just incredible kids programs. But, you know, 
I think in the last few years, Boulder Junior Cycling really has become the, the premier junior cycling program in the country. Um, it's junior it's all around, or junior for everything. Okay. Yeah, not just cyclocross. I mean, it's a, it's an enormous program with tons of kids, and you just have so many people just pouring their hearts and souls into it. You know, Pete Pete Weber runs the um, the cyclocross side of things, and you know he's basically my boss, and um, he he just absolutely buries himself for those kids. I mean, he, you know, he was out there all week. He was there from Monday until today, so a full week um, out there. You know, he did his race, obviously, and he had meetings with USAC, and he had, had um, you know, all kinds of other other appointments regarding junior cycling and, and his involvement with, with USA Cycling. Then, you know, we had the kids racing on Saturday and, and yesterday. Now, wait, is it because the coaching is so good, the riding is so good, or is it because all of the BJC guys are using butter? <laughs> I'm not sure enough of the BJC kids that use butter. They, don't, they sure don't wash their bikes. If they have my stuff, they're not using it. So you're bummed you missed it. Is there any way you would have gone out there to race yourself if you hadn't been uh, moving into your new house? Mm, not really. I mean, they, they, they dicked around with the schedule this year and put, the, put our Masters races on Wednesday, and we're usually on Friday. So that would have been that would have put me flying out on Monday, get there Tuesday, race Wednesday, and then just turn around and come home, which is spending thousands of bucks for just one, you know, fat old guy racing around in circles. No one gives a shit. But and I, I can't even, even imagine you coming home if your BJC kids well, are going to be racing. There's okay, no that's way. That's the thing, right? So I get there and I'm, I, you know, I race on Wednesday, wake up Thursday morning, and I think, well, it's it's only, you know, it's only a couple of days till Saturday. I need to stay here with my junior. But then I'm doing the thing where I'm out there for an entire week. I just couldn't justify it. I couldn't do it. Now, we got to stray a little bit from Nationals because it sounds like Robson track might be well underway to being built. Yeah. Keep talking because I have a mouthful I, of I, can I missed another photo up. <laughs> Hang on. Dead air. Um, no, dead air is good. Make some chewing sounds. Okay, that's good. Yep. I love yellow belly. I end up here more than, more than I would like to admit, actually. Um, yeah, to answer your question, today we moved into, um, I moved house from living in Boulder to outside town. Uh, I'm a fair way out of town now, and we have a little property, and um, I'm going to build my own damn cross course. So if you ever want to come out and ride around, feel free. Is that going to be the website for your cross course? My own damn cross course. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> com. kind of in there with We Are Butter, I mean. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes you go to Valmont and it's snowing or something, which is, you know, pretty much the only kind of conditions I really, really want to ride in, and it's closed. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times during the fall we'll be riding in the parks and, and elderly people will come out and yell, us for, yell at us for riding our bicycles around on the grass and I kind of got sick of all that stuff. So I just bought my own farm and I'm going to have my own damn cross course. So what are we going to talk about now that Nationals is over? Well, I don't know. There's actually maybe we should take a little bit of a break because yeah, I don't think <laughs> we're so. Gonna, we're going to run out of stuff to talk about pretty quickly. But um, yeah, I mean, it, I think even now, like people get keep people get home from nationals and take a week or two off, and they just start thinking about next year already. Like I'm already thinking about the you know cl- putting on clinics and training races at my property and just having just just going all out. It's going to be awesome. Now, how'd your butter team do? Did any of the masters go out? Not a single one of us ended up going, which was very sad. And 
I was kind of bummed that none of us, just none of us could go. It was the first year. You so know? all on, the other just... masters were celebrating because you guys weren't out there or oh, yeah. they felt like, wow, we really didn't get a national championship because <laughs> Robson wasn't out no, here with his team. I can, I can think of a, a okay. couple of guys that didn't really care whether I was there or not and a, and a couple of other guys who were really, really glad I wasn't. So I'll take it. Now, wait, 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 wait. You only like snow. I mean, tell me about the Butter Classic this past year. What do you mean? The, there was oh, no snow there. It was pouring rain. You wrecked what? Oh, the Butter Gold Ride? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a nightmare. It was but it was one of those just fantastically awesome nightmares. You know, that's the stuff that epic days are made of when you go out and the conditions are just absolutely disgusting and you destroy your bike and and you get freezing cold and you have the best day ever with your friends. I mean, it's that's, you know, it's it's the hardship and travail that makes that stuff fun. Now, I want to go back to some of our previous shows where we were talking about your uh, pre-packing for a race and what you bring. How hard did you work with your juniors to get them to take everything that they needed out there? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Like, we, we drill that into them all season long, and they still don't get it. They forget half their stuff, and they turn up with dirty bikes. And, you know, it's just it's, it's one of those things, you know, we all know this as, you know, if, if you're a parent, you know that you teach, you teach your kids stuff and you teach your kids stuff and you don't see the fruit of your labor anytime you know in your child's lifetime or in your child's childhood you see it later when they grow into adults like they just your kids my, you know my juniors never do any of the stuff i tell them especially when it comes to preparation and and you know obviously cleaning your bike and having your bike prepared and bringing the right clothing and stuff like that they're terrible at it improperly glued tires improperly glued tires that happens yeah, I, I can imagine that would not be a, a favorite of yours yeah yeah it drives me crazy so We'll come back to nationals, but uh, what's up with butter? What's new? What have you got coming out for 2016? We've talked about a lot of other products. Let's butter it up. Yeah. Um, well, for the for the sort of last part of 2015, we we worked furiously on just kind of um, just updating and upgrading the stuff we had for you know consolidating our, our existing products and just making just really um, really profound little improvements that just make the products way better and way easier to use. So um, we have brand new B1s and brand new B2s coming out. Um, and, you know, if you go on the website now and buy a B1 or B2, you're actually going to get um, the new ones. Sort of, we've had a, you know, had a little bit of a soft launch of sorts. So um, new stuff coming out there, and we're working on a bunch of new products that we'll start. They'll start sort of filtering out Can there pretty soon. Can you talk about those a little bit, or are they mm. secret? A little, little bit secret, not not terribly secret, but a bit secret. <laughs> so you know, I when see are, what you're up to. When I, are the I, discount stores going to start producing, you know, margarine? Oh, you know what? It's uh, this is this is funny. I was horrified. Some guy called me. You know, this is probably middle of last year, middle of 2015. Some guy called me and asked me all about the products, and I chatted with him for a while, and we we exchanged a couple of emails. You know, I had talked on the phone first exchange some emails he ended up buying a couple of of b1s wholesale and he um when he got them he put them on a lathe and remachined them to be what he wanted and then um and then he started producing his own version of like a butter b1 which was identical to what we were making and 
I was just I was actually kind of stunned, but I didn't even I didn't get time to be really mad about it because as soon as he sort of posted it up on the internet and started showing people what he was doing, all of the comments were like, "Oh, that's just like a butter product." Oh, you know, you just ripped off a butter B1. It's like, why are you knocking off someone else's product? So, so I didn't even have to worry about that one. That one went away. But we so did, we we have been imitated quite a bit already. They've actually promoted our show then, just yeah. like butter. Yeah, totally. Awesome. <laughs> So what do you see coming up for your team in 2016? Are you guys going to do any road racing? Nope. Nope? Mountain bike? Um, no? Mm. Maybe do a little mountain biking. I mean, frankly, I just don't have time. I can't, I, I mean, crosses. Oh, yeah, building your own it's, damn it's track. All, it's all I can do to, to just get it together, the race cross every year. I mean, you know, just work our butts off and have lives and we're busy and it's just, it's hard to keep up, so... Um, I would love to mountain bike, but it's an all-weekend commitment. It's a little tough. So, well, maybe when the kids grow up and move out and, and uh, you know, finally have a bit more time to myself. So let's go back to Nationals. Whose performance did you see that you really thought was a standout? And that is not necessarily the winner. Oh, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought it was. Um, watching Katie Compton and Georgia Gould battle it out, and watching the way Georgia rode um, was truly inspiring. I mean, it was she absolutely buried herself, and she tried every trick in her book to get in front of Katie. And Katie just had the just you know the the patience and the calmness and the experience to just work all the way through the race and be you know be in the front at the end, which is obviously you know that's the place you want to be in at the end of a race. Um, but George's performance was just absolutely amazing. It's, you know, one of the, in, in a national championship races, it's, it's sort of the closest anyone's been to Katie Compton in a very, very long time. And I just thought, I thought George's ride was absolutely beautiful. We were supposed to have Georgia post-race today, but the uh, schedule was not amenable to catching up with her. So hopefully we're going to have her on tomorrow. Yeah, she's probably still drunk too. Yeah, well. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> On Luna Bars? Yeah. And, you, you know, the, the other ride, the, obviously the other ride that I thought was absolutely phenomenal was, um, was Denzel Stevenson and Eric Bruner, both from Boulder Junior Cycling, coming in within just a couple of seconds, almost a sprint to the line with Gage Hecht. And, you know, if you cast your mind back to World Championships last year, Gage Hecht got fourth, fourth in the world. And these are, you know, two, two local boys from Boulder, Colorado, going the same speed as Gage Hecht. I mean... That's the, all of those rides were standout rides. It was somewhat predictable that, that Gage would win, but what we didn't see coming was how close it would be. How close were they? Yeah, it I mean, was two, three two ways seconds to second, and it was it was two seconds to second place. So it was it was you know basically a drag race into the finishing sprint for first and second, and then Eric Brunner I think was just another four or five seconds down on that. I mean it was just a six second spread between all of them. Now, do you work tactics on the kids? Um. For those kids, we, we, we Pete, well, the, Pete coaches those kids. He coaches those older kids, the 17 and 18 year olds, and they definitely start to work team tactics in, in in at this level of racing. You start to think about how you race, and you think about the, the um, how you're going to ride the race, depending on whether you have a teammate with you or not. So um, they're starting to get the hang of it, but but typically, I mean, cross is just one of those weird kind of racing where you just 
you just go out there and you just go full throttle. You go as hard as you can, and there's it's it's sometimes more more than you can get your head around to incorporate team tactics into a race. See, you know, even as adults, it's kind of hard to do. We can do it a little bit. But now, what are opportunities for the juniors that are really excellent at cyclocross um, throughout the year? I mean, is there a U23 program, development teams, anything like that? Oh, you mean for cross and or, or, or just for or for road and other stuff? Cross. No, I mean, well, I mean, a lot of these kids, um, they, um, Eric Brunner and Denzel Stevenson as well, and a bunch of other Boulder juniors, um, they all went over to Europe. Um, to, uh, Grant Elwood went over twice uh, to Europe with Jeff Proctor's USAC program. Um, so that, that's a phenomenal opportunity for those kids. So you have junior, um, the 17 and 18 juniors and U23 riders going over with, with the USAC program that's run by Jeff Proctor to race in Europe and gain experience in Europe. And that's, you know, that, that's a phenomenal opportunity for those kids. And do they get noticed by road teams when they're doing um, really well in cross? I mean, I... At that level, I'm not sure. I think once you get up to up into the sort of you know like the high like the the upper end of U23, where you're getting to be you know a little bit older and, and starting to head on to seniors, um, you would probably pick up a little bit more attention there. But I think in in cross, you would have to be well and truly in the top five of races for anyone from a road team to to be that interested in you. And the reason I'm asking, I'm kind of thinking of you know traditional sports through high school or whatever where they really focus on having these young guys and women um, focusing on one sport throughout the year so cycling the same if you're really good in your cyclocross discipline do your coaches want you to go over and try uh, other areas of cycling oh yeah absolutely I mean you know I, I, I would argue that mountain biking is probably one of the best things you can do for your cyclocross and vice Georgia versa. Gould. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you, you know, from a from a technical skills and handling standpoint, you've you know, mountain biking and cyclocross obviously go to well together. If you want to get in the most unbelievable rip people's head off shape of your life, you do cross country skiing. That that's the absolute holy grail of of burying yourself. Um, but you know what definitely happens in cyclocross is um, riders as they get you know young riders as they get to be really good they get cherry picked away to road teams, and that that's happened you know so many times. Like look at you know Zdenek um, Stibar and also Lars Boom over in Europe. Both of those got both of those guys got lured away as cyclocross world championship champions to the road. Oh, so, it's money. Yeah, and you know Stibar came back. It came back from a full road season and raced cyclocross worlds and won, which was, <laughs> I think that hurt some some people's feelings. I thought it was re- reasonably fair game. Okay, Michael, two words. David Bowie. Yeah. We had a little moment about that today, my son and I. It was pretty sad. Today's the day, huh? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. What's that? He died yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. Actually, I didn't I, even know I, he was ill. He I thought it was today. It was like two a.m. Released an ill album. Yeah. You know, if I was a rock star, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I'd live live out in the middle of nowhere. Well, his album like came out what two days ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah something it was like that. Very recent. Yeah. And then he just up he and was died. Going to be at Carnegie, Carnegie Hall getting an award that was playing this spring. Yeah. Well, him dying threw a bit of a damper on that plan. Didn't he sure did. Well, I, I yeah. Think it's no. good that we all did it now. He's not really. He doesn't need to be out in the 
definitely a sad moment today with, with the uh, loss of David Bowie, the original Ziggy Stardust. Okay, so we're doing a thought of minute of silence because yeah. we can't have a minute of dead air. Yeah. 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 Okay. We, the virtual minute of silence. Okay. And we're done. Done. <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately, we still have about four or five more minutes to go. We can just make those all silent. Well, yeah, I guess we could. If you want. <laughs> so, what are your personal plans for 2016? I mean, I've been doing a lot of year in preview and a lot of year in review. Yeah. What's up with Michael Robson? I like talking about you in the third person. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Michael Robson, he's an interesting character. I'll, I'll talk about him in the third okay. person, too. There you go. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll talk about me in the first person. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I have, you know, I've bought a farm now. I've bought the farm, and... Uh, so, you know, I've got, I'm going to have a lot of work to do out there. I've got, you know, as I said, I've got a few new things coming out with butter and just going to keep going forward the best we can to get ready to race next year. We've already, we've already started talking to our sponsors for the butter team next year, hopefully expand the team a little bit, offer it to some more people. Um, so open that up a little bit more. You know, a lot of it's so much of this stuff is just a learning experience as you go along. Like I have no idea what I'm doing half the time. I just, you know, you just make it up. I didn't know. That's why you're here, like, right? Yeah, well, I, yeah, and I don't know how to run a bike team. So we, you know, we just got we got some clothing printed up and talked to some sponsors and and went and rode our bikes and it turned out really really well. But I would hate to do that, you know, on a on a big scale and screw it up. So that's why we started small. You know, next year we'll we'll expand a little bit and get a little bit big, bit bigger and a little bit better and. Um, and you know, understand more about what we're doing and keep going from there. So we'll see where it all leads, I suppose. Now, with the showing that uh, Boulder Juniors had, how long do you let them enjoy that before you jump on them and start really hammering away at your coaching again? I, oh, I know I, you're I, just a no. I, I don't hassle my juniors master. until late summer. Not at all. Like we leave them completely alone because a lot of them do. They definitely go off and race mountain bikes, and and a lot of them just do the entire Boulder Junior Cycling Program. They race oh, road, they mountain they bike, in. and cross all within the program. But but they go. They work with different coaches during the year through the different disciplines. Um, which is really good. I think it's really good for them because they get, a, you know, they obviously get a break from working with the same coach all the time and they're doing something different. They get a little bit of a, a different point of view and they do some different racing and I think it's great for them. So, um, yeah, as a cross coach, I leave them completely alone until late summer at the earliest. So that's your only focus with the team, cross. You don't work with them through the spring. No, or no, no. Like no. no, I do. I do. I don't do any road or mountain biking. Um, I'll, you know, I'll coach the odd session mountain biking in the middle of the summer, sometimes. But no, not not terribly involved with the with the road and mountain biking side at all. Any event you're specifically looking forward to in 2016, and I'm really hoping you're going to go after the butter hour record. <sighs> well, I did that already. I don't have to do it again. I know, but you got to beat it. No way, man. No. You've you've clearly never done an hour record. It. It, that was so incredibly Did it disgustingly just age you by, by a oh, day? Yeah. yeah. No, it, it took, I think it took a decade off my life. I've never hurt so bad. And I know how to hurt myself. And I've never hurt so bad. So I'm not doing that again. I'll come up with something that's easier. But it was so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I bet it was great for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, we, we talked about this. It was super fun for me for the first six minutes. And then it started to hurt. Yeah, then your and smile then I, went away. And then I looked down and I thought, oh, man, I got... 54 minutes left <laughs> in this cheap suit yeah and on this yeah. I still have that suit I've got those shoes yeah i got the whole thing oh. mm-hmm. did you wear it at Halloween no <laughs> people people would have said who are you and I'm like um, I don't I could tell you but you wouldn't care <laughs> 
Well, Michael, I've got some really good ideas for the show coming up, but uh, I'm not going to share them with you just yet, kind of like you're not sharing with us your new product. Oh, I see how you are. Yeah. Fine. Well, that's me. Yeah. But, you know, it is kind of cool that we've changed our venue here to Yellow Belly in Boulder. Love this restaurant. Yeah, I was actually a little worried we'd, we'd offend the other customers because we don't quite have that, that, um, that cover noise of, the, of Rubens. But um, this no, it turned, turned out pretty good. We're getting some weird weird sideways glances from people. But. We're not hidden in the corner either. They wanted us here where people walking yeah, by could actually look Yeah, I think Rubens is kind of ashamed of us. <laughs> and Yellow Belly will get Well, Yellow Belly too. will yeah. Yeah, be there. Once we chuck a, chuck a chair through the front window like we did at Rubens, they'll, yeah, they won't no. like us anymore. But, uh, we just have to move on again. We are butter. Yeah. Can we do one at the kitchen sometime? That, that would actually be a lot of fun. Mm, they have the Michael best. Friedberg, the owner of Yellow Belly, is starting a show from here, right. produced by Over the Top Media. Right. Um, and the title of the show is Deep Fried Thoughts. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Which one. is kind of cool. Bit. We're going to be talking with athletes, athletes who are business people, yeah. and uh, going from there. So looking I, forward to that. I don't think that. I'm either anymore. I'm, I'm so bad at everything that I don't think I really classify as anything. All I can do is talk. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that communications degree to good, good work. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Michael, always a pleasure. Uh, I guess we'll see you again in a, another week or so from now. Yeah, and I think in the next in the coming weeks we're going to do um, a show on the history of cyclocross. Awesome. Which will be it, it will be either a riveting or b um, boring. Well, it's just all going to be up to you and how you tell it. Right. I'm going to have to get really drunk for that one. Okay, good. Sounds great. Later. We are Butter. From Yellow Belly in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.